I V M. One of the predominant things I've tried to tell brands over the years um, has been the fact that they need to adopt a publisher mindset. It's to kind of look at content and what they create, uh, not from an interruption standpoint, but rather from, is this something people really want to consume organically? Uh, rather, would I care about seeing it? Would I care to share it? Uh, would I show this to someone else? Uh, you know, would they get that emotion in me that is relevant for me and that is authentic for me? And there are some companies who have actually gotten that and made entire businesses out of it, right? And that's what uh, we like to call new media companies. And while old media has um, has adopted many of their best practices, uh, what is unique about new media companies, and I'm going to use this term a couple of times, uh, is the fact that they've understood what the modern consumer really likes. And they've evolved what they do as the modern consumer has evolved. As you go from millennials to Gen Z to Gen Alpha is what I'm hearing is, is, the, is the term post that. And that's really one of the most interesting spaces to look at. Uh, there have been many ups and downs. There have been companies which were hailed as being uh, the messiahs of, of the new media revolution and have had spectacular failures. But there are many who have sustained themselves and kind of grown and evolved their entire model. Because what we forget many times is that while there's a, all these are creative businesses, there is also a business at the end of it. And the ones who survive actually are the ones who kind of are able to balance both together. One such company is actually Scope Poop. Um, I've been guilty as charged for consuming so much of the stuff that they've created over the years. Uh, and today we have Satik Mishra, um, the co-founder and CEO of Scope Poop on the show. Um, and I want to kind of talk to him about the entire publisher model, uh, about working with brands work, and you know, and, and the ups and downs that happen with, work, with putting stuff up on social platforms and beyond that. Uh, and what does it really take to work in one and kind of grow one? Uh, all that and more on this episode of Advertising is Dead. I'm Varun Dugarala, co-founder and corner chief at The Glitch, and we'll be right back after this welcome back to advertising is dead uh we're with satvik uh, you're the ceo and co-founder at scoop poop you know i'm going to start off with something very random uh it is literally going to be like why would you what are the first thing that you guys did when you started scoop poop like literally like first thing you guys did so i mean see there is a backstory to it of how scoop poop started yeah but uh, I think the first article that really sort of uh, blew up on the internet was a very simple article that we did, which is, it's, if Game of Thrones is made in India, who mm. would play what? Yeah. Uh, and this was when we had zero social following. So this was just me and my co-founders and some of the friends that I know. And you guys were just doing this for fun initially. Yeah. I mean, see, the idea, I call myself accidental entrepreneur because the idea was never to build a business or to start a, or, or to do a startup or to have uh, revenue lines, etc., etc., we were just three advertising guys who were trying to have fun with content. Hmm. And we thought as a side project, karke dekhte hai ki kya hota hai. Huh. and that led to where we are today. Yeah. Uh, you'll be actually surprised to know that uh, for first nine months, um, Scubu was uh, a secondary project which we were moonlighting. <laughs> so no one in office, or when I was work, so I come from Web Chutney, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's the only job that I've done and I've worked there for about four years. Yeah. I worked there for about four years before we started Scoopoo. Yeah. So uh, for one year, Scoopoo was not even registered. We were mm. just in stealth mode doing Scoopoo in the night and we yeah. had our day jobs where I was writing copy for brochures and web films, etc. Et yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we thought, mushkil ho sakta hai? how difficult can it be to write content for youth? But what, but what but was interesting... But the beauty of anything starting is always how difficult can it be? That is the right way to start anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for us, was that this looks extremely easy. Let's just try it. Nahi yeah. nahi we yeah. didn't have ambitions to be uh, entrepreneurs in that sense. Yeah. 
सो या स्कूबू वॉज इन स्टेल्थ मोड फॉर अबाउट एट मंथ बिफोर वी एक्चुअली क्विट अर जॉब इन स्टार्टेड डूइंग दिस इज अ फुल टाइम बिजनेस एंड दोज एट मंथ्स वर एक्चुअली द the nicest eight months or the most amazing eight months that i've had in my life so far mm. uh, it was kind of like i don't know if you've seen the movie rocket singh yeah uh, so it was exactly like that <laughs> so web chatting ke resources use karke uske developer ko pakad ke we uh, created the site and uh, that's how uh, uh, it started yeah that, that's actually you're right that first pe- period when you start off is when you the true jugadness of a lot of things happen yeah. right uh, you way more resourceful the best like the ideas you come because you're not thinking of a lot of things you think about later you yeah. kind of like you you don't have those guardrails in place yeah at the moment you have uh, monetization uh, uh, responsibility and investor debt i call it uh, like the as the moment you start having that monthly or oh, salary needs to go out feeling yeah. that's when it really becomes yes, serious that's when shit goes <laughs> south yeah. yeah that's when it's you're into hard stuff uh but was the idea always to create a almost a publishing platform was that always the idea or so uh look i mean uh to be honest uh we looked at some of the, like similar models in the us mm-hmm. and a lot of inspiration came from new media companies in the us like yeah. busfeed vox vice etc yeah yeah uh so at least for us the blueprint was very clear that look this is the direction in which we want to take the company yeah. in, at least initially i think yeah. now uh we slightly moving uh into um uh, newer sort of streams mm-hmm. and newer divisions within the company mm. but back then the idea was always to be a publisher yeah. slash content creator yeah. and uh, we were very clear ki news karna hai mm. or news and entertainment karna hai that these yeah. were the two strong pillars on which we decided to do content and luckily uh, it turned out well so if you look from then to now um just in terms of like you said you kind of move evolve the model as it went along mm. how do you see the landscape changing right because and and i'm coming from the fact that there has been a consistent thing which i've always said to brands is that especially if they need to be successful um uh, in this digital um yeah. era um they need to have a publisher mindset right? they can't yes. necessarily just you know that the constant barrage of ads is never going to be the thing it's you going to be you need to have conversations yeah, yeah. And, and create content that ne- people necessarily want to consume or share or just hmm. kind of have fun with right and that's really what it's it started off as and it's now it's an evolution of that but i think that base level is the same but how has like stuff on the other side which is what your side is how has mm. that kind of evolved so see i think uh, there was a time when clickbait was the thing right yeah. and everyone was doing it and yeah. everyone was did you know <laughs> uh, yeah and this will blow your mind this will blow your mind typical, oh my god yeah yeah uh 3 4 uh set of words that you use after the I end of I can name a few platforms who only did that but I will not name them because I will not want to be nasty yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we were and we were also one of them right and we had that learning yeah. so every article was this will blow your mind and this will hit you right at the it will give you the feels and yeah. you will cry after watching this video yeah. and uh, to be honest it did work i mean it did contribute to a lot of the initial success that scoopoop had yeah. but like any trick or any um, uh, gimmick it sort of fades out very quickly yeah. and we realized very early on within a year and a half of doing scoobo that you know we're doing this right now mm-hmm. uh, but this is not this cannot be the long term plan it's yeah. great to get the users it's great to get uh, the initial traction that you want yeah. but eventually you'll have to start telling real stories meaningful stories stories that actually uh, under promise and over deliver yeah uh, uh, rather than the other way around Uh, so one is that i think the audience have become way smarter mm-hmm. uh, they can without even clicking on the video they know what is a, what is good content what is bad content yeah uh, second of course is um, there is i mean 
when we started, we were the only new media publishers. Hmm. Today, I mean, there are 50 of those. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. 50 so who many. matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Content has become democratized in that way, right? Yeah. Uh, today, a single YouTube, a one-man YouTube uh, channel mm. uh, is getting insane amount of views and he's a bigger brand than maybe a team of 200 people. Yeah, and that changes every day. Every day there's a new one popping up. Yeah. And, yeah. So, see, we've, we've realized this, that, you know, you can't compete with individual creators. Yeah. Uh, because that's, uh, uh, it's just hard, right? If someone clicks, he clicks. True. Uh, building a business out of content is difficult. Mm. I think that requires yeah. a lot of best practices to... Uh, uh, kind to of sustaining included. an audience, right? Because yeah. if you sustain an audience... See, that's what time. I say, right? Uh, creating content is one of the easiest things... Uh, in the world yeah, uh, creating a content business is one of the toughest things in the I world. agree 100% yeah yeah. Even in terms of what people consistently consume, right? And and that keeps changing so much. There's some base level things people always follow. There's humor and there is pop culture right. and something around news and things. But that mix of things um, also becomes very crucial, right? Especially mm. when you look at monetizing it because you have to show um, data in terms of numbers of, of what kind of things people are consuming more, right. etc. Why does it make sense to come to you, so on and so forth. Uh, so, and, I, and you guys did an acquisition some time back. Uh, yeah, we acquired a video streaming company. Yeah. yeah. And and that, was that from a from a data standpoint? Was it from a so it, there were two reasons. One was uh, our, our tech team sucked, so we had to <laughs> I, do something about it. Because see, the problem uni- is that uni- universal problem. Yes, uh, and specifically if you're a creative agency or yeah. if you're a creative startup, yeah. Like for us, it's very easy to get content writers, yeah. Uh, but it's very difficult to get uh, tech guys, yeah. Um, because a good tech guy would want to work. For a Flipkart or mm. for a uh, Amazon, etc. Exactly, there are so many more opportunities, right? Similarly, a good writer would not want to work for an Amazon or a Flipkart. Mm. So for us, the problem has always been that you know, getting creative guys, writers, videographers, uh, editing guys, anchors has been the easiest job in the world. Like, I mean, you may be surprised, but we get about five thousand CVs uh, every month mm. uh, on hello at scoopoop dot com. Yeah, uh, and just to sort of keep pace with. Uh, just to uh, look through those 5000 CVs every month is very very difficult but usme se shayad ek tech ke bande ka hota hai uh, so for us, that was one of the reasons why we acquired the company. It's also not the core part of the business, right? The yes. core part of the business. It's not the, yeah, and it's not even attractive, right? Uh, yeah, if yeah. you're a if you're a writer, you would want to work with Scoop, but yeah. if you're a tech guy, you may not. Yeah. Uh, so that was one, and second is uh, second was. Um, uh, we're actually trying to get users to come on our platform because mm-hmm. we realized that, you know, while uh, being platform agnostic is great yeah. and it gets you that traction and you can work with brands. Yeah. Uh, but the real value creation uh, has to happen on your platform. True. Uh, so we've actually just launched an OK Tested app. So we have a, a channel called OK Tested. We do a lot mm-hmm. of nonfiction lifestyle entertainment content. Mm-hmm. Um, and we launched the app three days back. So it has oh, the okay. same uh, streaming, uh, uh, the company that we acquired. So using oh. the same technology. Okay. Um, and uh, we have in two days we've got some twenty thousand downloads or about eighty percent retention rate. Uh, so um, I mean the idea now is to while we'll continue to be platform agnostic, yeah. but the idea now is to build direct traffic to build. So there'll be some piece of content you might not necessarily put out everywhere, and some you would try. Yes. Would that be the strategy? Correct. Yeah. So what we're doing is a you get early access to content uh, on our uh, on our app. Yeah. Uh, and second, you get access to more content. Yeah. Uh, so, OKTestit okay, is a property that we started investing in about a year and a half back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a non-fiction lifestyle entertainment channel. It has a great loyal fan following. Mm. And the idea now is to sort of get some of those users to uh, adopt the app and yeah. uh, consume content there. Yeah. So, if you have to look at the, the 
and what you brought up was interesting right because one of the reasons why uh, many publishers globally say that mm-hmm. they they've had uh, a tough uh, i would say journey in monetizing or getting brands on is because they're also not just putting it on their platform but putting it across all different social platforms yeah. etc and then one day a facebook or a google change their algorithms and then yes. their whole business model kind of goes for a toss yeah um has that been i mean that obviously would have been an issue for you guys as well so see we realized very early like you know this is the great thing about doing startups right you have keep having these realizations yeah uh, uh because like you said right salaries pay karni hai business padhana hai etc so an entrepreneur's life is never easy right you you never sleep content yeah um so one of the things that we realized is that you know you can't put all your eggs in the same basket yeah uh, so we ha- we very early on started diversifying our traffic so we were at one point in time we were 98% facebook mm. uh, today um which was uh, the death of many many correct. many yeah publishers. i mean i don't want to name the company but there are so many uh, media companies that yeah. went from 40 million users to 1 million users within a span mm. of a couple of months yeah Uh, but we and luckily in touchwood what we did was we diversified our traffic we focused very heavily on direct traffic search referral sector etc yeah uh, so today if you look at it social is less than 30% of the overall traffic in fact direct is almost 25% now mm. uh, which is uh, higher than industry average yeah uh, so today a lot of people come to scoopoop to consume content or go yeah. to a youtube channel to consume content yeah. uh, see platforms will third party platforms will come uh, and things will change you can't depend on that but you have to make hay while the sun shines right? yeah so if a platform is giving you traffic you have to utilize that platform in the best possible way yeah, yeah. but you also have to build your own um, yeah. uh, users and your own uh, fan base yeah have you has this also kind of changed uh, how brands interact with you guys as well i mean over time i think the good part is because you start off in an agency there is a, yeah. a base level understanding of how to do that part Correct. of it right but as you've evolved just your entire strategy um mm. has that also then changed how you look at brands and how you kind of work with them so see we try to tell brands that look uh, there is a certain kind of content people come to scoop mm. for yeah. right whether it's okay tested or it's fiction or the kind of articles that we do yeah. the kind of uh, humor and travel articles that we do the best way to work with scoop is when a brand adds to that conversation yeah. right so i know that you know people like there are 5 million people every month who come and read about travel on scoop mm-hmm. Uh, the best way to work with Scoopu would be that you take that format and add a brand to it, yeah. and you tell a real story. Yeah, nine out of ten times we're able to convince brands that look, there is no point spending money with us if you want to push out a TVC, yeah. or if you want to do your typical advertising campaign. Yeah. You'll be wasting your money. I'm happy to take it, but yeah. you'll be wasting your money. Yeah, and we've seen that, and you know, it's been. it's been an education that we have to do with brands yeah. so we regularly uh, uh, go for their content days we do workshops with all the top brands that we work with yeah. we do a lot of industry education for them yeah. for brand managers so yeah. that they also understand that look content is not equal to ad- like content advertising is yeah. not don't deal with it the same way that you would generally yeah yeah yes and we seem seems uh, we uh, we've seen some great success uh, so we have a property i mean we have an ip called desi moms hmm. so desi mom uh, when you have a breakup desi yeah. mom when uh, you have exams sector sector yeah. and we worked uh, with i think it was flipkart we got them about 7 million views in 2 days all organic yeah. now that is only possible if brand and content seamlessly come together yeah, yeah. Uh, but we also had failures i mean a brand will come and say that look no this make it like a tvc this guy has to do this this guy has to say that you can 
can't say this, you can't yeah. say that. And that's where, you know, getting even 100,000 uh, um, views uh, is becomes a difficult job. Because that balance is so important, right? Because most times what I think both sides don't get is the fact that brands are saying, okay, I'm investing money into this. How am yeah. I getting the most out of it? Uh, but they need to learn how to dilute the 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 good of what mm. is being created, and the other side many times becomes that no, no, I don't want your brand to dilute my things. So I will just slap something on and let it go, which then the brand isn't really happy with. Correct. Agencies like us are stuck in between there, saying yeah. trying to balance things together. But um, I think that's really uh, the difference in 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 the way you look at monetizing, right? If you look at a brand coming on, okay, I just need to do this to get things by, mm. um, then it's never going to be successful. But if you look at that as a core part of your business, then you're always going to be. Cause, yeah. And because I realized that I, I, I so when I go into Scoopo, I, I scrolled on and there's that. A thing you can click on if you want someone wants to advertise with you guys, right? Yeah, and that gives a very clear picture of how you even look at it, that you right. understand that side of the world. Yeah, see the way we try and convince brands, right? And we want them to look at us slightly differently. So today, if a brand wants to do a web film, for example, a mm-hmm. YouTube quote unquote viral video, yeah. uh, they'll first go to an Ogilvy or a McCann, yeah, and they'll say that here is fifty lakhs. Now make me a great looking film. Yeah. Then they'll go to a media company and say that here's another fifty lakhs. Now plaster this everywhere. Yeah. We are saying that we are in the middle, right? Yeah. We have the distribution, we have the content creation capability, and we also understand the user behavior. True. Because on a regular basis there are X number of people who come to the site and consume yeah. our content. Yeah. So there is some learning with what will work with them, what will yeah. not work with yeah. them. Yeah. So our Usually our pitch to brands is that, look, we are in the middle. Mm. Uh, we are a creative agency. We're also a media agency in that sense because yeah. we'll not just produce content for you, but we'll also distribute it through our platform. Yeah. 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 So instead of st- uh, spending a crore, yeah. spend whatever, 60% with us or 50% yeah. with us and yeah. we'll give you both offerings. Also, uh, if if I was a brand today and I want to work with publishers, I think a lot of brands have actually gotten smarter in kind of work, figuring out how to yeah. work with this. Uh, who have not been that smart uh, are people on my side of the world uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in many cases. And I I've, I've, and I openly have told people this, that agencies should not look at you guys as inventory. Yeah, um, correct. Or as, this is a film I've written, put it up on your platform, right? Yeah. Um, and collaboration and to be to be able to collaborate and work with, with companies like yours is so important because A, you need to... Um, What's the word? You need to respect what each can do. Yeah. Um, and also then let, don't try to change what is working for you guys, right? Correct. So do you see that as a... Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we get a lot of requests. We have TVC TVC, And That is problem number one. Sales target meet, right? Who wants to leave money on the yeah, table? Yeah. But at the same time, we've also seen that, you know, if we're working with, say, one brand... First three months, it'll be exactly like that, right? Yeah. TVC banana, daldo, TVC banana, daldo, ya ye campaign, daldo, etc., etc. But as our relationship with them gets better, and like I said, right, we also try and educate the brand on how to work with us. Yeah. So we've seen some good um, uh, results working with brands over a long period of time mm. where we've actively educated them to change to do a course correction with yeah, us yeah. rather than looking at us as inventory look at us as content creators and content partners who can yeah. amplify uh, your uh, advertising objective yeah um, how is the um, and this is actually a question maybe I should have asked earlier um, is that from starting off with a bunch of uh, y'all who are just doing this for fun mm-hmm. as you start growing into a team and you start building this thing you would you call yourself innately a, a, a creative focused person that's all I do. I mean, um, I mean, creative is very subjective. Yeah. But yeah, but every uh, creative guy likes to believe he's creative. 
and once you start managing a business mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of that kind of time gets taken up with things which are for lack of a better word a janitor's job or yeah. excel sheets and and all that stuff correct how has that journey been for you uh it's been exhilarating mm. and it's been new mm. uh my job was to use a pencil and a paper and write ads yeah right uh, from that to ensuring that 160 people in an organization are happy mm. and salaries are being paid on time and investors are happy and we are adding value to the clients yeah. so in that sense you end up being an hr guy the role of a ceo is an many, hr i have surprised by how many people are saying this cuz i'm so happy when whenever someone says it. that is all your yeah, that is the entire I mean, job see look and i mean the good thing uh, with our organization is that uh, you know uh, there are three co-founders mm. and all of them have specific jobs right okay. so uh, rishi is the uh, chief operating officer yeah. because he's had a uh, uh, servicing background yeah. uh, so he knows sales how to do sales and how to hire the team etc etc shriparna uh, is the chief content officer because yeah. she was a copywriter huh. um, so these two guys are good at creating content and uh doing sales yeah. that's how i got to be the ceo mm-hmm. because uh, you, i was you could balance both <laughs> i was yeah but i was not great at either i was okay <laughs> on at both so i got to be uh the ceo but yeah you're absolutely right uh, uh the ceo's you're job you're giving yourself way less credit but i, I will let that no, i mean i genuinely mean it um the most talented person is not usually the ceo right the uh, because the job is to make sure that everyone's happy that the most talented people job. are actually doing their stuff Sorry, the, 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 your job is to make sure that everybody who's doing correct is doing yeah. it right. To yeah. you're, you're basically you're a cheerleader for yeah. the rest of the team. Yeah, uh, you're the you're you have pom poms in your hand. Yeah, and uh, you're cheering everyone who's doing uh, a stellar job at yeah. what they're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I, I want to also get into what it takes to kind of work in a company like yours, right? And in mm. terms of the kind of people over there, what do you look at when you hire someone? Because a large part of the audience which we have, uh, our people kind of want to work in the space and kind of sure. don't get to hear that. Um, I also want to talk to you about how it has been hosting the town halls. Oh God, no! Uh, but I, but I know we need to go in for a break, so we're going to take okay. a break and be right back with advertising instead. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. Um, so where we left off was, what do you look at when you when you, when you hire people? Uh, how does someone work at a scoop? What does it take? Okay, so uh, we have one policy mm. which, I mean, if if I had to get a tattoo, I'll probably get that tattooed on me, huh. uh, which is uh, only X can write for X. Huh. Essentially, what that means is that a twenty-year-old can write for a twenty-year-old. A twenty-year-old yeah. cannot write for a forty-year-old. Correct. A girl in Bhopal. can't write for a girl in bandra mm-hmm. a girl in bandra can't write for a girl in bhopal true an engineering student can write for engineering students he can't write for doctors for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. or doc or students who are studying medicine yeah. so we believe that only x can write for x i don't know if it's true i mean i don't know how uh, practical it is but that's the philosophy that we have within the company mm-hmm. so to keep it authentic more yes like correct it. right so see if i have to do a story which is um things you'll understand if you've grown up in a small town ab wo to delhi ka ladka nahi likh sakta na you have to live in a kanpur or a lucknow or a ranchi to yeah. write that article yeah so diversity in a newsroom or in a content team is very very important to yeah. us yeah we actually have right we have writers who are engineers we have writers who are from big towns small towns uh people who uh, they have five siblings someone is a is a, is a only kid mm. so it's very important for us because of the kind of content that we do right yeah. uh, we do a lot of relatable content mm. and how do you 
create relatable content if you don't have that experience. Yeah. Right. If I say that uh, 15 thoughts that go through your mind when you're doing a podcast, mm. um, you'll be able to write that better because you do podcasts, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and this is true. my first. So yeah. uh, maybe I can do one tomorrow, yeah, but true. I couldn't have done one yesterday. Agree. Right. So that's one thing that we look at, especially while hiring the creative team, right? It's very important that diversity in a newsroom is very, very important to yeah, us. Yeah. And uh, I mean, sales guys just get hired on numbers, so uh, on experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and learning to balance it out and not not diluting it. I guess yes. is the only filter. Yeah, like sales guys का मेरा एक फंडा है कि उनको fighter बनना पड़ता है. Hundred percent. Especially अगर आप say for example अगर आप Facebook में नहीं काम कर रहे हो, where inventory auto sells, uh, you have to uh, like. You need to be sales guys to, need to be creative guys, and right? You, and you need to believe in it, like yes. what you're selling. Yeah, yeah. And they have to fight with the client. to maintain the uh, uh, promise of the content that's being created yeah uh, because it's very easy for a sales guy because he has to meet his numbers yeah it's very so that's why our sales guys i absolutely love them because they they're not just there to push numbers they're yeah. there to ensure that what's going on scoopoo mm. is of quality not just to the brand but also to the uh, users and the uh, user base that we have yeah. uh you guys also uh, and this is i think uniform across all um, new age me- new media companies right is that uh when you the way you look at news hmm. versus how um i was a traditional outlets would look at it is yeah. very different and that's also because the audio, you you have a very clear understanding of what your audience consumes because because yeah. i don't believe that uh, young people don't consume news they it's do, just that it's yeah. not packaged right for them most times yeah so uh, how do you guys uh, so because the way you do news also is very unique so i want to kind of dig into that a little bit so see time. we have two pillars that we look at right yeah, yeah. Uh, one is packaging yeah. um like you also said right yeah. it's important to give content in a way that a particular age group will consume mm-hmm. uh, and i'll give you an example of yeah, yeah. something that we've done and second we believe that news is very subjective uh, what is news to an 18 year old yeah. um manchester united fan yeah. is not news to a cricket lover for example correct uh, or a polit- or someone who's interested in politics mm-hmm. so narendra modi meeting uh, trump mm-hmm. could be the biggest piece of news of that day yeah but for a sports lover if there is a manu and chelsea match for yeah. him that's more important true or for a 10 year or for a, for a 25 year old who's into who's an animal lover a cat yeah. stuck on a tree is more important yeah. or for a game of thrones fan a death on a game of thrones episode yeah. or how bad season 8 suck or, or uh, <laughs> i mean how bad it suck it's true it was is a bigger piece of news right so who are we to say that you know this is important and this is not important yeah. and that's my problem with the industry especially with traditional media companies right it's a bunch of editors who sit in a room and dictate what news should look like yeah so they will say you know politics is important so put it on the front page hmm. uh, sports is important but it's not that important so put it on the last page yeah. बॉलीवुड इज इंपॉर्टेंट बट इज नॉट दैट इंपॉर्टेंट सो उसको पेज थ्री में डालते हैं अब अगर मैं बॉलीवुड का फैन हूं तो फर्स्ट थिंग वॉट एल डू वेन आई ओपन द न्यूज पेपर इज गो टू पेज थ्री एक्टली एंड वी लुक एट लाइफ Yeah, so uh, <laughs> go straight to that. But it, yeah, so you could relate to it, right? So that's yeah. a that's what we feel, right? Yeah. That news is very subjective. You cannot dictate what news should look like, yeah. and you can't. Sure, it's more like some topics are more important than mm. than other. But yeah. uh, if I am not interested in that topic, then it's not news yeah. for me. Yeah, and then you kind of also that also makes it interesting because um, it then makes it 
I would not say tricky, but it would be also about making sure that every piece of news is as engaging. Because traditionally, if you look at, let's say, print, the really like in-depth stuff you would find, let's say, in your front page or right. politics or maybe about uh, financial stuff. If it came to Bollywood, because that's what came up a little, yeah. that would never be in-depth, right? But a lot of people want to like read more in-depth stuff right. about it, want to get a little deeper yeah. into it. But we I'll will, give an example, right? So uh, we did a very interesting take on budget. Hmm. Right, uh, our data was showing that look, young people are interested in budgets. Yeah, even common sense was saying that, right? Because yeah. anything that happens in the budget will also affect a college-going student. Hundred percent, yeah. The same way is going to affect a young working professional. Hmm. But do you expect kids to read Open Economic Times and read a five thousand word analysis hmm. uh, of the budget? Yeah, maybe not. Right. Hmm. So we created a. Reason generator. Mm. Essentially, the the information was the same, but we packaged it differently, right? So we did. Why the f- should I care about the budget? Yeah. And it had two buttons. Give me a reason. Okay, I think budget is important. Uh. So every time you click on give a reason, it would say that give a f- about the budget because sorry, I'm going to say a lot of f- because That's okay, uh, this uh, <laughs> idea had a lot of f- in it. So it said give a f- about the budget because old monk ka quarter uh. will increase by twenty rupees. Give a f- about the budget because the weekend movie with your girlfriend is going to increase mm. uh, by whatever rupees yeah. because the entertainment tax is going up. Yeah. Your uh, choti gold flake pack is going to be more expensive. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's about making something as complicated as budget yeah. and turning into something as easy to understand. Yeah. Uh, and it worked wonders for us. It got about three million uh, clicks in less than twenty uh, four hours. Yeah, so it's because. It then you finally, finally uh, you're just simplifying it, right? I'm telling you that look, you can read a five thousand word piece on the budget, but I'm going to tell you how budget is going to matter in your life yeah. and how it's going to change your life. It's also how the whole, uh, I would say, how we talk about uh, things has changed. Right? There was a time when when everything had to be, and that's not just about news, about generally anything you mm. put out had to be flowery, had to seem like, oh, if I'm if I know enough or I know all the words and I know all the jargon, then I will understand. So I know it's it's written for that category. Yeah. I would say now it's flipped. Like it, it needs to be relatable to you. And if it's too flowery, it has too much jargon, which has been my, indes- like I've never worked in advertising before starting the glitch, right? And, okay. and for me, the biggest issue was that a lot of times I would hear terms which I had no idea what they were. Correct. Where, so you'd be that person who'd stand in that group and nod your head and then go Google it later <laughs> and figure out what it was or call someone. Yeah. Um, which where it doesn't necessarily have to be that complicated to uh, so you're not necessarily pushing someone away from it you, you yeah, see, including see, them in it yeah that's why I think you know packaging becomes very important uh, you know uh, a, a lot of people say that you know packaging uh, is not a great thing for news because mm. then you're spending a lot of time in how your title is going to read how your headline yeah. is going to read what yeah. picture you're going to show uh, but I feel it's equally important. What is the point of writing a great article mm. if no one's going to click on it? Correct. So, uh, see, it it has to, you have to make it as easy for the consumer as possible. Yeah. So, uh, if if you're talking to him in the language that he understands, see, the idea is that it will give him information, right? Correct. He wants to, like, idea is not to overwhelm him. The idea is that... Look, or to make it boring. Yeah, or to make it boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Correct. So, uh, packaging becomes very important. You have to talk... Uh, in the language that they understand, they use in a, on a daily basis. Yeah. And this uh, Shashi Dharur English uh, uh, will, it's good for memes, but it's not great to read every day. Uh, how much, uh, initially you guys are only English or you were, or you were always Hindi and English? No, so see, uh, we are English. Yeah. Because um, uh, I do know that you have a scoop of Hindi as well. Yes, so we do Hindi, uh, but most of our videos are anyway in English in yeah, Hindi, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, 
large number of people come to our website to read content in english yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah because that, that's also interesting because the, because the conversation also becomes then about um, how much of a difference uh, language makes right because we, we yeah. cause on one hand you talk about english then talk about hindi then talk about regional hmm. how much does that play in terms of what you guys do was actually what i was thinking so see i mean language is important and hmm. everyone keeps saying this right the next uh, wave is like, yeah. there is india and there's bharat yeah and you, if you want to build a big company even if you want to make a difference in the lives of people you yeah. have to build for bharat you can't yeah. build for india yeah uh it's important but at the same time if you're in advertising business right mm. uh, you also or gen- generally if you're into business in that sense yeah. uh, you also have to take into account the uh cost versus revenue um of yeah. going yeah. into that direction right? yeah. yeah so we've consciously decided to stay away from languages for mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. we feel that uh it's going to add users but that's not necessarily going to translate how scalable into is it is really the also no, i think it's scalable mm. uh, it's extremely scalable mm. and especially in video because you're taking yeah. illiteracy yeah. out of the picture right yeah yeah uh, you may not be able to read in tamil yeah. uh, but you'll be able to watch in tamil exactly yeah right so video but video is again a very expensive format and if you if brands are not going to sort of uh, uh, look at i mean associate with that language yeah because most of the money still is in english and hindi right true uh, so true. it's a it's a business call but i generally feel that at some point we'll have to get into languages because that's so why it depends on which language i think some of the wider ones will be actually the first ones you kind of start off with yeah so actually we want to start bengali because there are a lot of bengalis in office really yeah so at least samajh mein to aayega ki kya likh rahe hain no but jokes apart yeah the south indian languages are the ones that yeah. uh, need yeah. to be tackled yeah. first because that is it because i used to remember that uh, when i worked in television and that was no a decade ago um, the the problem was always that that is that uh, we would always feel like the south was this outlawed uh, mm. category because i am south indian and rohit south indian so we have a point of view on it is that when i would go back home my grandom like thinks she's now not an, uh, as much anymore uh, but she's literally just watch the telugu channels right yeah so she wouldn't know what we're doing on mtv unless there was something relevant to it correct i think now at least we talk a lot more about the south ever since the the, the world of bahubali has broken up broken yeah. into something north something there's a glitch in the matrix at times yeah there's so many things that have really come into it but uh, and now everybody's talking about like uh, and that terrible movie that came out after bahubali which i will not kgf I don't know. KGF was actually quite decent. Okay, uh, KGF was oh, Arjun Reddy. I didn't like the Arjun Reddy one, so I didn't even see the. I didn't even see Kabir. I there's okay. a, something I, about I don't uh, watch movies. Either, I'm so. no, no, I generally didn't really like. I hmm. can't relate to some kinds of movies. Yeah, I, okay. I was talking about uh, Saho, which was I okay. Was like my God, like let's not even go into that direction. Mm-hmm. And that's really the content that's created for the South. It sometimes becomes, I think. secretary but i think that's also going to come in yeah i mean see we live in united states of india we're True. not one country anyone who thinks this is one country is living in a fool's yeah. paradise we're like europe slightly weirder version yeah. of it but and yeah. we're and also the context changes one hour drive in either direction right yeah. um you whether it's politics whether it's bollywood uh, the pop culture changes the context changes yeah. uh, what people like dislikes language everything changes right yeah. so uh, and that's why i keep coming back to the fact that diversity in a newsroom is important yeah. because if tomorrow i want to do tamil yeah. i'll need to have people who've grown up or yeah, are unless you go towards caricatures right and that becomes yeah, the worst thing correct. you can possibly do it yeah. down so that one you've also been uh, hosting 
ஹோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோஸ்டோ
exercise to uh, i mean making mistakes is one of the best things you can do mm. uh, because you learn a lot from it yeah um so yeah so we're getting into live gigs uh, we're doing um, the app strategy uh, we're getting into merchandise mm. uh, we're actually doing a um, uh, indie music festival on the 9th of november in bombay oh, okay uh, with uh, with four best indie artists uh, in india Hmm. Um, sorry, self plug. Uh, it's happening no, no, at uh, Marathon Future X yeah. on the 9th of November. So we're getting into like events. We're getting into OTT, yeah. creating new products and platform. While the current business is very stable and um, uh, it's literally on an autopilot. You create great content. You serve it to the users. You add brands. Um, yeah. and you add value to the brands yeah but adding um, more stuff around it in terms yes, of surround is what important. gives it scale you'll have right? to yeah you'll yeah. have to build multiple products if you want truly want to be a large yeah. media company yeah. and, and honestly if you look at media companies where really scale comes in is when you add those extra things right yes um, I, I recently finished reading Bob Iger's uh, mm. book which I've just cannot stop talking about about his time like through his journey in Disney and before that okay. and all that stuff Genuinely, like, look at the, the thought process in which he's kind of said they've scaled is actually almost like a case that everyone should read. Mm. Um, just because he talks about things that you won't necessarily yeah. think are so important, right? But correct. Um, and I th- and I think that's really what uh, I think old media is going to be new media. But these things are mm. so innately new media that it would yeah. just seem like common sense. Yeah. You have to make experiments. There's yeah. otherwise um, stagnation is a very real possibility. Yeah. So towards the end of every episode, we've been doing this thing for. 51 51th episode 51st 51th yeah. <laughs> 51st episode we're doing this um, yeah. it's called Humans of Advertising okay. um, where I ask you random questions uh, okay what can you whip up in an instant so now I'm under immense pressure to answer fast <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer fast we're not rapid we try to be rapid we're not okay. rapid but yeah comebacks ah that wasn't a fast comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, awesome are you are you a, a book reader? No, not at all. No, no. Lap. I read like one book a year. So, what's your um, what do you do to decompress? So books, music. Uh, I listen to podcast. Advertising is dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reverse self plug. Is that? Um, no, but I watch a lot of movies on Netflix and yeah, Amazon, and yeah, um, yeah. I watch a lot of reruns. So, what I'll do is. Like when I'm really stressed, mm-hmm. uh, I'll watch Breaking Bad for the 19th time. So every year I do two Breaking Bad reruns. It's a unique one to watch when you want to de-stress. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it's it's a masterpiece. And just seeing Walt and Jesse uh, hanging out is, I think it's incredible. I watch a Fast and the Furious movie when I want to de-stress. I'm like, uh-huh. that is my like... <laughs> yeah, I don't like action movies. No? Yeah, a lot of Korean movies I watch. Um, I can watch anything with Dwayne Johnson in it. That is literally my yeah. Thing. Like, yeah he's I, my favorite too. Yeah, yeah. like lit- anything with him. Oh, go to his Insta account. That's more entertaining many times. Hmm. Um, what other podcasts do you listen to? So actually, uh, like I was telling you before the recording mm. as well, that um, I've just recently been introduced to podcasts. Mm. Uh, while I be hearing about it, I always thought, I mean, audio con <laughs> sunta hai. And also, um, itna time commitment kon dega? That's literally that, that was my issue ha. before. But now abhi aisa ho ki, uh, ke liye, I, like, I have to uh, uh, listen to a podcast before I go to bed. Otherwise, yeah. I don't fall asleep. Yeah. Not saying that podcasts are boring, but I mean... No, no it's, a, it's a great thing to listen to. It's uh, the screen... Because also, there's no screen time, right? Yeah. I mean, you can literally fall asleep if you're reading, if you're uh, listening to a great podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, Far From Fact is something that I've recently discovered. Mm. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Advertising is dead, of course. I do listen to your show. Huh. I'm also Thank a huge you. cricket fan. Huh. So, uh, a lot of cricket podcasts have 
started listening to now. Mm. Uh, so Edges and Sledges is of course one. Yeah. There's an ESPN Crick Info podcast. There's yeah. a Wisdom Wisdom uh, uh, podcast as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so cricket podcast and of course the two uh, yours and uh, the far from fact are the three podcasts that I listen to very regularly now. And why will advertising not die? Advertising can't die. Hmm. I mean, everything is advertising. I'm hmm. sorry, I'm without sounding too philosophical. Hmm. Everything is advertising. It's such a human uh, trait to sell yourself and yeah. to sell things around you. Yeah, that uh, everyone's a. copywriter if you think about it right True. everyone's art director you decide how you want to look how you want your hair to look uh, what you want to say so we're all we're all in advertising whether you're doctor engineer or uh, actually a copywriter or a art director yeah so i mean <laughs> how can that's true how can that ever go away yeah how can that ever go we'll away? always sell something or always yes. want to sell something yeah i mean look at your facebook i mean your your social profile right yeah. you don't put what you gen- generally like you put how you want people to uh, perceive you you're building yeah. a social profile if that's not advertising then what is that's true thank you so much for doing this thank you so much yeah, i had a lot of fun this was my first podcast and uh, see don't you find it liberating yes because uh, you don't you don't worry about a cam i, I yeah, see this it is so no camera to not have a camera around yeah because then your you're not really focused so on I've only been talking. a video person my entire uh, career uh-huh. and so for me this like camera ne is no worried about lighting i'm like let's do hmm. this thanks man it was a lot thank of fun thank you yeah same here and i must apologize for being late you don't um, have to do that on the episode <laughs> oh we're still recording <laughs> we're still i don't recording. know <laughs> oh do you put a b roll like do you put this? we can cut off this part no no you should i mean it's fine oh it's still there okay man uh yeah and that's it for this episode